lay some lay, lay some sweet sweet wisdom on me. What do we got? All right, this is shout out to Nikki. Maybe she'll know this one. Maybe she won't. That tips my hand for where this quote comes from. Mm-hmm. Change is the essential process of all existence. Change is the essential process of all existence. I don't know if I agree with that. All right. Why do you disagree with it? So that implies to me that like a signifier of life is that you're always improving or trying to improve and changing and adapting. And I think it's okay at times, even lengthy periods of time, to turn that instinct down a little bit. And to, and I mean, you, I know you're a practicer of regular gratitude to express some gratitude, to take your foot off the gas a little and appreciate what you have and coast. I don't think there's anything wrong with coasting for a little bit. And that to me flies in the face of what I've interpreted that quote to me. Change is inevitable. Right. Sure. Yeah. I, 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 I guess live... I'm talking about internal change, but I guess that's true. Everything is always changing. And when you cease to change internally, which is fine. I don't think every day needs to be a growth spurt. I don't think you need to be in a constantly challenging, self-governed, self-controlled, self-anything. But if you want to turn that off, there will be effects. And if you turn it off for long enough, and there are years of my life I could point to, there were (laughs) deleterious effects. They weren't good. It's one of those things where... and. This isn't meant to be about internal or external change, but here's my comment on the inevitability of change. If you decide to stop changing and growing internally, you will change externally. And if you're not in control I guess, yeah, of how I you're guess. changing or what's going on, the world around you will change you. There's some inaction as a form of action in there, right? Not making a choice is making a choice. That's true, I think, too. Uh, this is similar in essence a little bit. It's touching on the same thing that a quote that I wanted to use one time, which is, um, this too shall pass right? Everything Mm -hmm. is always changing. Everything is always moving. And I think being at peace with that is important. And so I guess the other half of that is accepting that as much as, so one side is I I don't always need to be improving. I don't always need to be changing, et cetera. The other side is things are going to change. I have to be ready to roll with those punches. I'm not going to like them all. I'm going to like some of them, et cetera. And having, being, being at peace with that is the other side of that, I suppose. Yeah, this is change is essential. It is the essential process of all existence. That doesn't mean internal change. That doesn't even mean conscious change. You will change. Rocks, rocks are immutable. They don't change, right? Not of their own accord, but erosion and water and sun and the world around them changes them, even if they're buried underground, right? So change is inevitable change will happen as humans it's far it's way more inevitable than for the rock yeah. in the ground well it's just a just a it's just a time scale problem right uh do you I, yes do you think it's important to try and facilitate change in yourself in your day-to-day life yes do you think it's always important like do you consider a yes. day where you haven't made a step uh not necessarily a failure but a backslide you know what i mean no i, I, I because i think this goes very much into my personal philosophy mm-hmm. about how I think about myself. Uh, I have been very self-reflective the last few months, last six months of my life, incredibly so, more so than the prior 43 years combined, without question. And I don't find myself saying I need to change myself mm-hmm. every day. 
I love myself, by the way. So <laughs> I don't think just, anybody you know, who's listened to this podcast or had any anything remotely approaching a lengthy conversation with you has any doubts about that. I don't think you yeah. I think you'd qualify that out. <laughs> but when the biggest change I've made is actively engaging myself, thinking about who I want to be, where I want to be, what I want to be doing. Have you read Atomic Habits? Yes. It's a book that love I'm it. reading right now. Highly. So. I haven't finished yet. Don't want to endorse it personally, but it seems pretty good. And it reminds you a lot of the stuff that James Clear talks about is very, very similar to the stuff you're touching on here. This idea that if you want to, because he, he, some of it is like very surface level, you know, I want to lose weight. I want to get better at the violin. I want to get a promotion at work, yada, yada. And rather than he talks a lot about rather than setting goals, setting processes about that you want to change. And then beneath that is changing who you are, right? And mm-hmm. thinking like, I want to do this thing. What would a person who would get this promotion do? What would a healthy person do in this situation? Trying to change that piece of identity rather than trying to change the behaviors and certainly rather than trying to change the goals at the top level. Well, we, we, we're, I'll harken back to old episodes. As you know, I'm big on manifesting. Mm-hmm. My, I meditate in the mornings. My daily meditation is about manifestation. It's about picturing the life I want. Um, and it's really transferred. It used to be really about materials things. What kind of money do I want to make? The house I want, the car I want to drive. And now it's shifted so far into abundance, happiness, love. You know, wealth is in there too, not because I want to be wealthy, but because it's a I vehicle want to, to those other things. I want. Yeah. Right, exactly. When we talk about the daily change, though, it's not about, I for me personally, it's not about a change I'm making to myself daily. It's about what do I want to have happen? And I think about that. I focus on that. And what am I on guard against? What behaviors will I critically analyze? Will I, I become the observer? Will I critically analyze about myself? What thoughts or in behaviors will I stop doing or recognize I'm doing, call myself out on and say, yo, dude, why? What are you doing? And that's what I strive for. And I think whether that elicits huge change in me or just more recognition recognition about what's going on in my life, that's what I like. Do you and think so that's that, I, this is the thing I struggle with? Um, I think it's damaging at times to over reflect. I think the vast majority of people don't reflect enough, right? And don't set goals mm-hmm. enough. But I think you mm-hmm. can fall into this trap where there's all these studies that say, you know, deciding to do something gets you a decent percentage of the dopamine you get from actually achieving the goal, right? And you can mm-hmm. get into this loop of journaling, and I've just started journaling, but, you know, journaling reflectively, setting goals, looking forward, and then you spend all of your time talking and thinking and processing about doing things and less of it actually doing those things. And I think it's very tempting to start to snowball that effect, right? When you start putting your thoughts mm-hmm. down and start looking internally to fall into it rather than taking what you can get out of it and applying it in your day-to-day life. I agree with you. And I will say this about goal setting and reflecting and journal writing. And I'm not a great journal writer. Every time I start, I stop. But whenever I set goals, whenever I'm envisioning that stuff, and I actually got this from Atomic Habits, very funny. What does the first step look like? Mm-hmm. I don't, don't, you don't need to go to second, third, fourth, fifth. You don't need to go that far. You really don't. What does the first step look like? Do it. I'm certain I'll have a James Clear quote from that book in here because I, I just haven't finished yet. So I was reluctant to endorse it. Um, but like this whole thing he says about every decision you make throughout the day is a vote for the kind of person you want to be, right? 
And they're not all couldn't agree more. They're not all going to be correct. They're not all going to be on one side or the other. All you hope is that the at the end of a day, a month, or seventy five years, the balance sheet is in the favor of the direction you wanted to move. I, what I'll add to that though, and this is what I'm talking about when I'm thinking about myself critically, is rooting out the ones that I thought took me the wrong way, mm -hmm. thinking about and, and understanding why I made that call in the moment. Or and it's not even just decisions. Goals are true too. Mashi three years ago might have set a goal and achieved it that Mashi today would you know didn't wouldn't have done right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Dude, my, <laughs> I'm very happy right now. My life is very good right now. And there are times in my life where, um, this is going very far afield from the quote. There are times in my life when I was very dark and I actively have buried parts of myself. I don't even engage with those years of my life mm -hmm. because I'm unhappy with who I was. Part of change for me now has been going back and embracing those parts of me kind of in my mind actually just seeing that young younger mashi and feeling myself hugging which i know is very hokey for a lot of you but it's been very effective for me and i think that that's a huge thing and one of the things i always tell younger mashi and sometimes a really good thing the other day i started listening to queen which is the music of my youth i discovered in seventh grade freddie mercury and I just put a mix on. And I was like, "Why well, have I haven't listened to Queen in a while?" And I was going, but I was singing at the top of my lungs. I remember me, you, Nikki, and Jeff blast. sitting in Nikki's car, bopping to Seaside Rendezvous, dropping you back to Seaside the hotel. Rendezvous. Yeah, and that at the opera. Mm -hmm. One of the best, probably the best Queen album, probably my second favorite. Anyway, and I thought for a moment, "Oh my God, do you know how happy seventh, eighth grade Mashi would be right now for me?" But I think what's really important when we look at our lives is to understand we are going to change. And what you mm -hmm. said is true. It's ephemeral. The joy we feel today, the sorrow we feel tomorrow, the win the week after and the crushing loss the month after, it's all ephemeral. That's part of life. Change is essential. We fight against it a lot. We fight against it a lot. And we never win that battle because one way or another, we're going to change. Whatever change you're trying to avoid, maybe you avoid that one, but you're going to change it. You'll embrace way. another one. Yeah. In doing so, yeah. you'll embrace a different one for sure. It will happen no matter what. But back, okay. So back to your journaling questions. I did get a little bit of feel from that. I think there's a balance that must be struck. Mm -hmm. I am far, far more a believer now today in my life than I ever have been in living in the now, feeling the moment today, living just in the moment we're in, which isn't to say you don't look at the past. I like to look at the past and I, I still feel I dwell on it too much. But when it gets cyclical, when I, I think sitting with the feeling, sitting with the past, engaging the past is all good. Wallowing is bad. It's hard. When, when you're in the moment, the, it's hard to see the difference between those two things though. It is. And for me, it's when I start to go in a circle, when the, when the proverbial snake swallows mm, its tail. Get an Ouroboros, yeah. I, Yes, then let it go. You've sat with it long enough. Move on. Speaking of living in the moment, and I'll leave you with this. I was talking to Riley a while ago. I think I've told you about this, about a They Might Be Giants song um, called mm -hmm. Older, which musically is a very weird song, but lyrically it's a very very neat concept. And the lyrics of the song just go, 
you're older than you've ever been. And now you're even older. And now you're even older. And now you're even older. And the first time you listen to it, it's like, oh, oh, that hurts. But then it doesn't take long, honestly, even listen to the song to accept it and go, okay. And you don't have to carpe DMCs every single moment, but carrying that with you a little bit, embracing that change, accepting, you know, give me the power to change the things I can, the, you know, the strength mm-hmm. to accept things I can't and the wisdom of the difference and all that stuff. That's very, very powerful. And accepting that things will change. There's nothing you can do about it a lot of the time. Will make you a happier person overall, I think. I think <laughs> it not only will make you a happier person, I think it'll make you a healthier person. There's a great book. God, I say it's great. I read it when I was in college. I think it was written by Norman O'Brien, who was emeritus at the time at Santa Cruz, but had uh, previously been a professor. It's called Life Against Death. Norman O'Brien, yep. Yeah, Norman O'Brown. I thought it was, yeah. Nobby. Everyone called him Nobby. So I, I had a cheater there. The premise of the book, if I can distill it down, you know, 30, geez, no, 20, 20 some odd years later is this. We are all in denial that we're dying. Every second we're dying. And in fact, the very act of living, the very process we call life, living every day, is synonymous with dying every second we're living is a second we're dying we talked about norwegian wood recently that's a core concept in that book that death is not the end of life death is something we carry around with us through life every moment but no but i'm saying it's different the process the actual processes of living and the process of dying is identical they are synonyms they're the same thing yeah but do you understand what I'm saying? Every yeah. second of life is a second of decay. It's a second of death. It's the same thing. We live our whole lives denying this to ourselves. But it's the truth. Well, I hope you go into your day carrying maybe a slightly more positive or hopeful spin on that. <laughs> I mean, there's a positive spin. I think the positive spin is, and we this was a prior quote, where... A great many of your beliefs are going to change based on your perspective, mm. how you look at it. Are you are you gonna are you gonna go out today, Dennis? You gonna go out today and die? You gonna send you spend every second of today dying? Are you gonna spend every second of today living? The same thing. Make All your right. choice. Have a good morning. Have a great evening, Dennis. <laughs>